2148. I got to bed and I was ready to sleep. <laughs> I was so focused on, you know, not being distracted, coming back to thoughts, coming back to reality rather than staying in thoughts. Um, I wanted to sleep early, wake up at 4.30, you know, continue with the rhythm. Vipassana was incredible, really. It was tough. And what the brain, all, all the garbage the brain wants to keep, you know, showing and keep repeating and horrible, horrible. It's really horrible. Like, I, I can't... Like no one, like this is this is one of the reasons that bothers me when someone comes and wants to tell me about who I am or what I am. Oh, like oh, you're like this, this, this. Thank you, but you did not sit with my brain like I sat with my brain. You know, you did not observe every single thing you do and every thought you do and take and what you see is so superficial, and through your own interpretation, you have no idea what the hell is going on. Uh, I know my stupidity. <laughs> I know that I can go wrong. I know that I I see the faults in me. You don't see half the faults in me, you know. I see where it's it's unclear. Um, but it's just surprising how this technique can clean you, you know. It's crazy because you're so conditioned by so many things in your brain, so deep, deep, deep down inside that you experienced at a previous point in your life. An image that stays, a uh, feeling that you think that you need to think through or f- feel or process. You know, a lot of a lot of movies came up in my head, flashing scenes, um, and it's insane because these movies. Um, I get to I get to really absorbed in movies when I watch them. You know, and you're in a somewhat huh, more or less meditative state. You're like passive as fuck, and just watching and all this sinks the hell in and you form all of your associations based on what you're seeing so so many movies were coming up you know and when they come out you have to come back to the reality you're not trying to think through the movie of course i had some inquisition about the kinds of things like why am i why is this coming up you know but still then noticing i'm thinking coming back as often as possible to reality it's so tough how tough I am on myself, um, thinking that what I did is wrong and then thinking that I have to rectify it or trying to, I don't know, show something to someone or there's just so much trash that came out, you know, I can't even start, you know, I wasn't even planning when I was like, when it came through my head this morning and I thought about what I would say today and then I brought myself back to the moment. That thought was more or less, uh, I don't want to talk about the 10 days, I want to talk about what happened today, you know, what happened today. Today, I woke up this morning at like 4.20, cleaned up a bit in my room, threw the trash out, I think. Uh, Maybe I threw the trash out later. Anyways, like put my back together, like, just put stuff a bit in more in order, went to the meditation hall, 4.45, skipped the part where I went to the bathroom, and Torsten in front of me said hi, moin, he said, even smiling, so many lovely people, it was the only word he told me, 
And I sat behind him the entire meditation, the entire 10 days, you know, and Moin, <laughs> with a big smile, is <laughs> all I got from this guy, and then he disappeared. And um, the guy behind me, Bant, eventually told me about how he found it funny that I'm like an architect. It really, like, resonated with me and made me smile when he said that, because uh, he's like, he looked at, he was sitting behind me the entire time, sitting in the third row, fourth to the, from the right. C4. So he tells me how it's funny how every time you want to sit for a meditation, I, I wonder, like, oh, how is he going to sit now? <laughs> you know, one time I sat, uh, like, I would sit cross legged just on the mat. I would put a pillow underneath me. I would get a wooden, I would get a block stand sit thingy where you, you know, you put your legs through it and then you sit. So it's like this V-shape of your feet with, with this wooden block just carrying you from your ass or the beginning of your of your hamstrings. I found that I found that wonderful. And I had two of these wooden sit seating banks, I guess, or benches. Um one a bit narrower and taller and one a bit uh flatter. You had more space basically to carry yourself on it and lower. And I would alternate between, like, like sitting on the higher one, you don't get so much the opportunity to lower your back because if you lower your back, you it's so narrow that your how your ass meets this bench is just going to be different. Um, you're going to maybe slide off, you know. And then I had, uh, I, at one point, I asked the teacher, can I just not use the mat at all? I want to meditate on the floor. He's like, of course, just take it the fuck away. I took it the fuck away and I sat down meditated just clean on the floor in a one hour sitting and it was one of my nicer meditations like i was so in touch with with shit and he was like like that shit surprised me like every time you start it's like i wonder how you're gonna because you have nothing else to think about you can't talk to the people you're just watching them and your mind will just continue to interpret but because you're not basing it on anything this person is telling you or showing you you're just moving on to the next thing and, and generating other things you know there's not so much input. And there's so much uh, reward and and um, adjusting mechanism in conversation where you're, there's so many details that come that you have to adjust to, that you have to... Um, it's 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 like elate like the conversations I had today like felt quite elating you know we had conversations yesterday you're allowed to speak on day ten today is basically day eleven you go home um, and it was just like we talked and talked and talked and then we had a one hour sitting where we had to sit and meditate and not move and not talk very difficult very hard you just talk to I I I talk to a million people about a million things just out of 10 days of or 9 days of intense daily crazy meditation and now like sitting down it's like oh this conversation that conversation this detail that detail this story that story it's crazy where the mind can go and it's it so tough getting back into meditation so like how I don't know if conversation is a completely passive act it's starting to feel that way but so much just cleaned out. Anyways, I went, we had the hour meditation, came back home, cleaned cleaned my room, vacuumed, threw shit out, uh, took the covers off, put them in the bag, packed the bag, put everything in. Awesome. Uh, wiped the surfaces. My housemates left 
on day 10 in the morning. Maybe I talk about it later. Went, you know, had lunch, talked to everyone, took everyone's number. I wanted, to, I have a WhatsApp group where I added everyone from our last Vipassana. And I want to add everyone that I, like, I want to add everyone in every Vipassana I go to. That's the idea. I'm just going to these people just to see what happens. So I was going around asking everyone for their numbers. Uh, so I, everyone was having breakfast, but I kept on taking numbers. I didn't have breakfast. I had breakfast later. And yeah, there's a story here with an old person that I could come back to again, but uh, I really want to sleep soon, you know. Highlights of today, Dina Hayat came to Berlin yesterday, so I saw her today and her friends, uh, Yusuf and Zena. Lovely. Talked to a lot of people in the park we were in, and I came with just so much open energy to everyone. Uh, I and uh, when we when we when we drove back, we I had my phone, so I was sending people messages that I thought of that they should do this, that blah blah blah, and um, we parked our car. We got to Berlin, and uh, my Ash, the guy who drove us, really down to earth, cool guy. Grateful I met him. He, his car, his van started leaking water from the front. So the restaurant owner was like your car is leaking, he tried to help out and stuff. And then I think his son came into the restaurant. It was an Iraqi restaurant. And uh, I saw in the sun, like I saw in his eyes, something shining, really. And I was like, I should tell this guy about Vipassana. Like Vipassana is wonderful. Dhamma is great. Trying to see things as, as truth at, a, at an experiential level seems like fucking the, the thing, you know? Um... So I was like, why am I not talking to him about it? I went inside. Everyone was talking outside. Their bags were outside. I trusted these people, you know. So I just left my shit. Went inside. I was like, hey, where are you from? Then talked about Vipassana and how we just came from it. And I was like, would you ever do it? He's like, no, no, no. I would never. Ten days too much. I don't want to not talk for ten days. I, I'm very happy. I have my phone. Uh, I'm like, oh, but what's your phone doing for you? Oh, my phone does everything for me. It helps me work. It's how I can work through it. I living great. His friend came from the kitchen and he started listening to me more and I gave him the name of a person that he can look it up and my number and I just gave them, I told them like essentially like some things about it and I told him like, listen, now you know about it. Maybe in 10, maybe in 20, maybe in 30, maybe 40, just like sometime, if you ever get the chance to do it, just do it. Try to just take 10 days. I left. We went home, me and Robert, got out the train, got home changed my dad sent me a message my dad wanted to talk forgot that he wanted to talk i was i was with robert so i couldn't talk with him and then i just forgot about it completely and i remembered this evening i had an answer um but generally i told one two three four five i think six people today that they should go do Vipassana, <laughs> that they should try it out, you know, um, at least in person, uh, messages I sent a few. And I had a situation where I was playing Frisbee with Dina, we sat down and I was telling her about what we were eating at Vipassana. And uh, we were at Mawa Park and I saw across this like stone field, uh, about like 10-15 meters away, like it wasn't close, I saw a kid, three years old, four years old tops, maybe five, really young, 
start shouting at his like two-year-old sister, really even younger girl. Uh, I think I saw a ball. I saw that she tried to shoot it, or he tried to shoot it, and he got angry. I don't know what the fuck happened, you know. And then he pushed her from the back, started just shouting nonsense. I was like, no, 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 this this does not happen. I went walked to to them. And I said, hey, but the energy that was coming from me was just love. <laughs> it was just pure love, you know. This is a kid. He doesn't have any idea what he's doing. Uh, his, he had an older brother, maybe six or seven, who stood there like in a sort of protective stance because he, I am a stranger talking to his younger siblings. They, they felt like siblings, you know. But I, I, I got on my knees. I looked at the kid. I was like, and the second I got there and even looked at him, he knew that what he was doing was wrong. He immediately, immediately hugged his younger sister with such a cute smile, such, and she smiled and looked at me like she was in love, you know. <laughs> so I, I, I asked her what's her name. She didn't answer. She can't, I don't think she can talk. And she's just like absorbing the energy. Patted her like on the head or the shoulder, told him, hey, this is your sister. You have to protect your sister. You have to love her more than anything. She's precious, you know. Uh, do you love your sister? He he's just like you know. He was he was so full of smiles and and chazlan. Uh, we would say in Arabic. He put his head down, and I said I I was I started standing up. I was like, okay, just make sure you take care of your sister, and I left, you know. And when I left, I looked back and I saw them playing, and she was shooting the ball and laughing, and he was laughing. So like. Like with children, it's a very, very genuine thing. It's not nonsense, you know. So I went to Dina. I was like, "Fuck, you know, this is like this." I think the person had changed me. <laughs> I was like, I could not have seen that situation, and not have not reacted, you know. Uh, I thought about it in the sense like, imagine the thing that sticks with her growing up, knowing that every time she played with her brother or whatever, he pushed her away. That he neglected her. That and then, like, imagine how the rolling keeps on moving forward into. So I saw a moment, you know, precious moment, and, and it's not like this happens, twenty four seven, and it's not like you can always uh, interact with strangers, you know. Maybe you can always interact with strangers, you know, actually. So, I had a moment where, like, I I cut, you know, a wheel that could have kept on continuing and in that moment made it so much more beautiful, you know, and, and instead of having her commit to a certain relationship with her brother from that moment, even just, even if it happens again later, you know, but the love that came out of, out of that, I think is priceless, you know? So I went to Dean and I was like, I think the entire world should be able to do what I just did and the entire world to see that, you know, to be that uh, and, and have that kind of heart and openness. So it's insane, you know, you just focus on being conscious of, of, of as much of reality as possible and your brain just keeps on cleaning, 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 trash, trash. And you feel it every time, like the trash comes up repeatedly. How a situation, like I'm, I'm having a tough situation with my housemates. They're being blind to how they're acting in the house because of them having a relationship together and it's neglecting things in the house. And when I talk to them about it, Oh, you don't have anything to do with it, fuck off, you know. And it's like, oh, with this negativity, you know, it's like, can't talk to you, I can't, you won't listen. Of course, like, I haven't been talking to them for a while, but I haven't been talking to them because, like, I know that, like, at least Ekta carries, like, crazy amounts of uh, shit. 
clouds of unconsciousness, you know, clouds and clouds of it. And Slavyan is so such a highly testosterone guy that he's just so happy to even have anyone to sleep with, you know. So he's like really blind to what the fuck's going on. So anyways, I, who am I to judge, you know, I don't know how the fuck they deal with each other. I haven't been talking to them, but like I see I see the the deep patterns of, of how they act towards each other, how they act towards me. And of course, I'm going to come to a conclusion. Uh, and I don't think it's good for the house. So I went and I saw Adin. I didn't I, I was fasting the entire time, came back home, had had some interesting encounters, talked to two other people about Vipassana, great stuff. Went back home, meditated for an hour anapanna, focusing, an hour and 15 minutes maybe. Stood up, came, sat, stood up, walked a bit, came, sat down again. Another like 20 minutes at least, of, or 30 minutes of trying to do Vipassana uh, and losing myself a million times. Cleaning up stuff in the house and then, uh, yeah, writing a bit before sleep. I want to, like, I have ideas of how I want to do certain works, you know, which is just so much clearer now, and, and the way of living is so much clearer, and, and can be so much more fulfilling, you know. I downloaded the progressive alarm that, uh, where, where in this alarm you have a gong, and you have the gong progressively increase in volume every period of time every minute it's but gongs again at a certain volume you know one percent two percent three percent four percent five percent until you wake up you know or five percent ten percent fifteen percent twenty percent thirty percent until you wake up to a gong hitting coming up higher and higher slowly and slowly you know because in vipassana sometimes i couldn't like they put a gong goes at four and a gong goes at 420 and i i sometimes didn't wake up at four woke up at 4 20 sometimes i didn't wake up at all <laughs> and yeah it, it depends you know so i wanted to mimic that again planning on waking up you know and working like really early on some things and and just being being precious with my own awareness you know in that sense because um attention is so precious your attention is so 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 precious you only get to live once where your attention goes on a daily basis is the totality of who you are. And if you keep on losing that attention to everything and not yourself, then where the fuck are you going to go? So I want to be with my vibrations. I want to be with myself. I want to be the kindness that I saw today in me when I spoke to that girl, young girl and her brothers and the energy that I, I displayed and the, the love that just sprouted out of out of that and in me even after you know so there's still a lot to heal it's a long process but there's such an effective method you know such a powerful technique and uh, who am i to go against seeing like so much truth in not wanting to be disillusioned you know and not not wanting to be an image in word an image in word instead of other meditations that put you in a sort of hypnosis or giving you things to repeat, giving you objects. This is not, this is, you're, you're not trying to find a static object. You're trying to see that everything is dynamic in every moment. That's all I'll say.
Lovely stuff. Take care.